Hey, what's going on out there? Welcome everybody to another Addicted Fishing Podcast. We're starting to ramp these up as we're getting into the winter time and the fall time. No more live fishing. And we've got two very, very special guests. They come in, they poke their heads in here about twice a year, it seems like, when it comes to curing baits. I think we're in egg curing season, so I'm going to introduce Steve Lynch and Jason Hambly from ProCure. You guys know them all too well. Hello, y'all. Glad talking to be some here. New stuff, some new products, and then also, uh, how's fishing this year? Like, what's going on there? You catching any? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been good. The, the, like anything, you have your days that are a little tougher than others, but overall, it's been a fantastic season. I always keep saying it's the gift that keeps on giving. You guys have been hanging out in the uh, Columbia River Gorge dunking eggs, though, it seems like. I haven't seen you guys down trolling in the deadline or anything like that. You ain't, you ain't trolling them flashers. You're, pro, you're bait guys. Yes. Pretty much so the fish are from Astoria all the way up. Uh, but after buoy 10, we started the first week of September hover fishing. And went up there a week, then came home a week, and then we're going back up this Saturday. Well, I'll let you tell you, I'll tell you right now, I, I farmed a few of them out of that uh, population for you the last couple of days. So I'm glad I'm going to keep it warm for you because yeah. it was phenomenal and your cures were working phenomenal. There's lots of fish there. That's for sure. It is a target rich environment. Let's be honest, yes. but your stuff makes it easy. Oh yeah. Well, a, a cure, a cure can make a long day into a short day. That's for sure. 755 was pretty short today. Yeah. <laughs> right on. And how many I fish? Looked, I looked seven, seven dead Chinook and we let a couple scuzzy ones go. Nice. I looked at the clock. I was like, well, we're out of here. <laughs> Let's go. We can't do anything else because we're not going to. Unfortunately, where we're at, you know, with the Columbia being the temperatures that it is and being a guide, like, I can't just sit there and catch Chinook after Chinook after Chinook trying to get a coho, unfortunately. There's just not, at this juncture, there just hasn't really been a lot of coho around. Um, does sound like there's some, you know, really poking into the lower river. And with the new uh, Columbia River extensions that we just got announced today, you're listening to this podcast it's probably game on but from friday the uh oh boy what is friday the 22nd on bonneville down all the way open uh bonneville up all the way open to the 395 for until further notice wow that's great December. well that tells you for how many fish there are this year yeah they upgraded the run by another 20k today in the meeting and then uh yeah it looks like we're gonna be able to to maybe even go the duration I, we could still go out on brights if you know, the dam counts were to really, because I think 80% of the fish should be over the dam by today's date. But there's, I mean, there's still a fifth of them out there, and the run we've been having is real good. So as long as those dam counts kind of keep trickling in like that, we're going to get basically what they upgraded to, which should get us to the duration. So we'll just see if the fish keep coming. From what I heard from my friends down in Woodland today at the deadline, they're still coming. Yes, <laughs> they're they are. They're still coming, Isn't man. that insane? Isn't that insane? So... What's been the hot egg here, sand combo? We're just going to go right to the chase here. We'll spill the beans. Well, well mainly fishing up above Bonneville, you want to be a hotter egg, which is more sodium sulfite, right? Just make it hotter. Uh, and like I said, on the liquid egg here, I've been putting in two ounces of sodium sulfite to that container. Uh, using the fuse, that's our hottest cure. That that works just in itself. You don't need to add anything else to that. So you put two, uh, so you, you said, okay, so it's either the, you're adding sodium sulfite to the liquid egg here, Correct. or you're using the fuse. The fuse right out of the container. Right out of the container. That's that's hands down the hottest cure we have. Yeah. Oh, fuse. I love the fuse. I love the addicted and the fuse. And let's just yes. be honest. I'm just to tell people right now, the addicted stuff is very fuse like yeah. that very you guys make for us. That well, I don't know how does that work. Do you make that for us? It's branded Pro Cure, but we just call it the addicted blend. Yeah. 
couple little additives in there. It has changed a little bit. So yeah. so it is it is it is a, a just a bit off of the fuse, but we do that for addicted. Right. And I mean, and, let's be honest, like that cure for me is a really good kind of like early season. Well, yeah, I guess you could call it early season, like kind of like a September, October cure when the before the water gets really cold like that cure just does very well in some of my local tributaries oh heck yeah that's why i really really like that you guys designed an awesome awesome cure that's extremely effective and a lot of fish died to that this morning <laughs> and yesterday and the day before <laughs> right <laughs> we, we and i'm sure every that. day you guys have been up there whooping on them too oh yeah we we had a couple tough days but overall it's been it's been as good as ever no it's yeah i think they're saying this is the you know going to be the Largest run in the last 10 years besides 2015. Second yeah. large. I mean, it's kind of hard to beat 1.6 million to the mouth of the Columbia, but yeah. I think we're well over. <laughs> well, those those years were ridiculous. That was insanity. Well, I think we're, yeah, we're right on we're right on their heels, though. Right on their heels. Bait combos, you guys throwing sand shrimp, tunas, or just straight eggs. I mean, I caught a lot of fish on straight egg this morning. They, they were chomping. We generally are pretty meticulous about having sand shrimp. It's... We too, the eggs are good, but it's we we pretty much always have sand shrimp with them. Sand shrimp with them. Yeah. Do you guys have a sand shrimp oil, or do you add any other like oils or additives of sand shrimp besides sand shrimp? We have we put oil on every single one of the rods. <laughs> what <much>. oil? <laughs> Here we go. I'm trying, guys. I'm trying to get it out of them. What oil? Well, it changes from day to day, but here again, first thing in the morning, I'm using sweeter, right? A non-garlic sense uh, up until you know. 11, 11.30. I try to keep it milder, like Anna's Bloody Tuna, Sand Shrimp. I was even using uh, Chartreuse Herring Oil uh, last week. And then come 11.30 or 12, anything garlic, right? Anything garlic oh, goes. So you are the guys that are making the whole freaking fleet smell like garlic out there. But yeah. it's effective. Um, it, it does work. Um, anything garlic. <sighs> the Salmon Slammer does a Don't great job. Say that. You know what's so funny? What's so funny? One of my buddies... Uh, we were out fishing in the boat, and he some, smelled some garlic, and he's like, you know, we'd be catching fish, too, if we were using garlic. And, I mean, like, we had, like, this was back down. We were down at Woodland, and we had, like, four should like and four coho in the boat. We were, like, looking for one more should. I'm like, what, we don't have enough of them right now? He's like, so now, so he came fishing with me. His company came fishing with me today, and he brought me a bottle of freaking garlic, your garlic plus. Yes. And I'm like, get that shit the boat now because <laughs> like, i know how potent oh, yeah. like if you want to use garlic like the procure garlic plus like two drops in a in a can of freaking eggs or in a jar of eggs or a jar of coon shrimp is like all you need yeah yeah, yeah it is strong stuff are you it's like, effective too, oh it, yeah, yeah i know there's we don't there's we, times we, of years i do like the garlic we I, definitely I if we have a whole tray of bait we're definitely not dropping it into the whole tray of bait <laughs> <laughs> we, we'll put it on each bait depending on what we need so oh, just right right on deployment yeah Correct. Normally what we do, if there's if there's four people in the boat, everybody gets their own bottle of scent until we determine what they're going to fish, what the fish are biting that day. And then once one guy's had two on that, we switch everybody up to that scent. And that's when you can really put on a clinic. Start right? blasting them. Yeah. And plus when you go and you get a, if you got a whole tray of cut bait and you go dumping a bunch of oil in it, next thing you know, you got a soupy mess and it just, it's not as good. So we just try to try to add it as we go. Gotcha. I try to add some stuff like in the mornings, but I'm a big fan of the Anis Bloody Tuna. I know I've yeah. told you guys that. I've told a million people that, and they, they're they they're chewing on that for me. So that seems to be kind of like my morning go, and I separate, cut my eggs up and separate them up and just put just a little drizzle of that stuff, kind of mix it in, let it just sit there for you know maybe 20, 30 minutes while waiting for the clients to arrive, and they seem to really, really like that. But that's what's been working for me. But yeah. like you guys I, said in the morning, that seems to be doing it for you too. 
And that's my favorite is Anna's Bloody Tuna. But like I said, a little bit goes a long ways. Most mm-hmm. people put way too much on. Just like you said, just a few drops. And like I said, let it sit five or ten minutes. Sure isn't going to hurt it. Yeah, little light drizzle. I said that on purpose, light. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to be like Forest Shields and use the whole ball of anise. <laughs> Procure loves it when you do that much, yeah. but you don't really need it because yep. their stuff is very potent, very concentrated, and has all the good stuff in it. Yeah, Dump away. Yeah, dump away. <laughs> anything else, anything striking, you guys, um, this year as far as like, let's let, I mean, you guys are obviously very proficient egg fishermen. Is there any other tips or tricks as far as like, Anything with leader lines or like blacking out tough lines like braids? Like, is there any like like the technical stuff that kind of goes into your guys' hover fishing right now, or keeping the boat still, or yeah? Well, that's or, that's I mean, the that's the major thing is is boat control. If your uh, if your lines aren't perfectly perpendicular, you're you're not fishing a lot. Of, I mean, you you'll see the occasional guy come zipping by and his lines are at a forty five degree angle, and you'll see him hook up, but it's a rarity. He finds that fish that's just. Dumb. That shit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> wants, yeah. To, wants to eat it. Yeah. And, and keep your rod still, right? The yeah. less oh you move gosh. it, the more you're going to get caught. I had right? a company trip on Monday and Tuesday. I hope to God no one's listening to this. My Monday guys, you know, the rod was in their lap. They were on their phone. They were doing this. And those fish on Monday, they were biting so subtle. Like, I mean, it was just this. And if you swung on it, it was like, oh, there's a Chinook there. And it was like surprising me even. Today they were just. Chowder. Hungry, yeah, they were hungry. They were choking yeah. on it, yeah. but like, yeah, no, no, were, those but, tough days are when every little thing makes mm-hmm. a difference. And when you got a guy sitting there and he's had a couple beers in him and he's moving his rod around, oh, talking, talking to his buddy, yeah, turning around, talking, phone. I, I mean, my thing is, you know, it drives me crazy is when you have a guy. You know, I, I just still I haven't, I don't, I'll do, I'll do the counter when you're dropping your eggs down. What you guys try to do with this technique is, you know, you, you want to keep the bait basically floating right at the fish's level, or maybe just slightly above them. And so, like, sometimes guys will use counters. Other guys use just the drop the bottom and up certain amount of crank, like, technique. And, man, my Monday crew would drop it down to the bottom and have their rod tip, like, three feet off the water. Then they'd come up their cranks, and then they'd start talking. Then they'd drop that rod tip down, like, two or three feet, and just they're just sending those eggs, like, laying on the bottom. Yeah. Just stuff like that just, just irks me. And then the more, and then, hey, uh, we got to kind of pay attention to that height. You got to pay attention to that depth. And you tell them it goes one, one ear right out the other, and they oh, go yeah. back to doing what they're doing. It's like, okay. Yeah, but basically, you two guys here in the back by me, like, we're doing all the work today because yeah. these guys don't have a prayer. It's very tech, can be a very finicky, oh, yeah, very finicky fish. Yeah, and if you got guys in the boat that they they got they think they got the fishing thing figured out and they don't want to listen to you, then next thing you know, it's your oh, Mr. Fisherman. I freaking hate those guys. You're catching sturgeon, though, <laughs> Mr. Oh, right, yeah. Mr. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you're getting sturgeon, yep, Mr. Fisherman. Oh boy, we can talk days about that, <laughs> days about that. Um, what do you guys got out for uh, new stuff? You guys got, I hear you got a new egg cure out. Yeah, we're going to start making uh, the ultimate egg cure. Uh, Keith Archer used to make that. I think he started in 2005 mm-hmm. and, and then made it out of his garage. And then he had a bottling company putting it together. Uh, but then he just got busy with life and everything else and kind of let it go by the wayside. So he's given us the formula and we're working on, we've almost got it dialed in. We've been out practicing with some of the eggs and so far very happy with the results. Good. I mean, in, you know, you guys make a lot of different egg cures for a reason. Like, if everybody in the Northwest was out there running, you know, one egg cure, you'd really want to have something that differentiates itself. And different egg cures are very productive in different areas. Like, whether, and that changes with temperature, time of year. Um, so, to just, to just walk around with one egg cure all the way from, like, the early 
tidal Chinook fisheries in August all the way through like coho and Chinook fisheries through November, like you're never going to find one egg here that probably like really excels in all those things in between. Correct. And so to have all these different egg cures is, is, is a good thing. I'm excited to try it. I've been fishing around Keith for 25. I caught my first steel at my dad. I caught our first summer steelheads with Keith like 25 years ago because he used to work with my dad and uh, walking down the trail catching summer steelhead with him. So I, I know how effective his eggs can be. He was on eggs. I know how effective his eggs if you just drift fishing for summers. Oh, yeah. And uh, so there's a, lot, there's a lot of history and a lot of work that I bet has gone into that egg gear that make it really effective. Yeah, and, and one thing he did clue me in on, and the directions are on the bottle, but he's, the way he ex- explained it is be very meticulous about the process as much as the cure. So well, process gets you then you know the cure properly through the egg, you know sized, drained off, straight. I haven't. I have, I'm curious what it is. You're going to show me in the live feed because I know you guys brought a bottle and I got fresh eggs. Yeah. So if you guys want to check that out, don't forget on our YouTube channel, you're going to be able to check out the live feed um, that we do this week with these guys in studio. We're actually going to cure some eggs, maybe in that. I don't know. We didn't really talk about. It. I could put you on the spot. I don't know if we're going to do that or not, but maybe we can um, go through that process as well. Yeah, uh, sure. You know, process is very important. And, you know, even when it comes back to some of your guys' stuff, when, um, you know, whether you're curing with Red Hot or whether you're curing with Fuse, um, you know, you've got some other tips and tricks for process there too, especially with the Fuse we were talking about beforehand, you know, letting it go a couple extra days, curing it at a cool room temperature, not a hot garage, open air, you know, some of those things that really give you a better product. You want to elaborate anything on that or just tell tell the viewers, like, you know, the listeners, just how much different of an egg you can get. Oh, yeah. Like, when when it seems like the longer you're, uh, the longer you let it sit, they, they have a nice, clean, fishy smell when you first start, when you first start curing them. And it seems like every day, like Steve was saying, the pH changes mm-hmm. and every day they get a little ranker and ranker smelling. And it seems like they're to a certain point that a little bit of rank in there really helps. Like a lot of, yeah, a lot of guys, I'm trying to keep it politically correct. (laughs) There's, it just, it develops a stronger, more potent smell. And it's that smell. It sometimes can make a huge difference. Well, it usually can make a huge difference. You want, you want your eggs to be, you know, cured all the way through because you don't want them to rot. You don't want to have like, you know, like you said, the pH levels go off and get, you know, I guess rank in a different way. Correct. You don't want a rotten, spoiled egg. Right. Maybe that's what I should say. So like having the process actually work all the way through the egg. And you said, you know, some of these guys that are, you know, putting eggs, you know, straight into the bait fridges that are really cold, like it's not actually causing the cure to, to develop the egg a little bit. It's not accepting It's slowing the cure it down. Well. Correct. Versus letting it cure all the way through, and that can be really important to making a good product. Without a doubt. Yeah. And yeah. Keith has some stuff in that ultimate egg here that's different from anything we've ever used in ours. So we had to buy some ingredients that we're not familiar with. So it's, it's kind of cool just to see the different ingredients and how they work. What are they? Can't tell you. <laughs> but it's I different, tried, though. I tried. Well, that's what makes egg cure so special. And the reality is, though, the good thing about that is you guys don't need to worry about that because it sounds like that egg cure is going to be available pretty soon. We are really close. Really close. Yes. Good timing. That's perfect we're putting timing. Up eggs we're right just now. basically we're we're just tweaking the color a little bit. Cool. The formula is there, just the color. Awesome. I got to go apply, apply some of your guys's badass bait dyes and stuff to it and or whatever it might yeah. be. I'm just sure. Yeah, we're like I said what cuz he had a bottling company do it with our mm-hmm. mixers they're much more adequate and efficient. So the mixing time we can use less dye than his original formula called for because it's getting a more equal mix. So we actually have to back the dye down. Right now they're too red. 
Uh, so Two red. You're ending up with red fingers. And, uh, <laughs> they're pretty brilliant right now, yeah, but they, they, they look really good, but they're uh, very brilliant. Yes. Nothing wrong with that. You don't, you do not lose the color. I'll tell you that. Steve fished a gob for freaking <laughs> a while and he reeled well, it up how, and it Well, if he red. fished it for a while, that means the fish didn't eat it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a problem. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm totally screwed with you guys. Well, that day it was actually tough and four of the fish came on his rod with that cure. Yep. I guarantee you that's probably different than a lot of those eggs those fish are seeing out there from oh, yeah. a lot of those boats. 100%. There's a big concentration of anglers for those that don't know in some of these cold water fisheries and people flock to them so having something a little different oh yeah it's a great it's a great testing grounds because there's a lot of different people and a lot of different options and a lot of fish target rich environment gotta make a bite though that's right awesome thank you guys coming in so much for the podcast we've got a live feed to do if you guys be sure to check out pro-cure.com all the good stuff we even sell a bunch of the stuff on the addicted fishing store as well but we got some eggs secure get some gotta get our gloves on get yeah, going it's time yep thank you guys for coming in we will talk to you guys next week sounds good thank you have a great evening thanks